All right, and we live. So I got today with me Coach Ty Mosley. I'm going to have him introduce himself uh, and give us three things he's grateful for today. Hey, everybody. How y'all doing? My name is Tariq Mosley, uh, or Coach Ty Mosley, as everybody calls me. I was born and raised in Boston, Massachusetts and everything, so I'm local. Um, I work at Dexter Southfield, a private school in Brookline. I'm going into my sixth year there being the girls' varsity assistant. And I'm also a dean assistant slash campus assistant at Dexter now, and I'm in my third year doing that. And then I'm going into my third year as a football coach as well at Dexter. Three things that I'm grateful for, life itself, one, the ability to help the younger generation be better at basketball and as human beings. And my third it would be better in myself that I'm grateful for because if I'm not healthy and wealthy, I can't help anybody else. Nah, hey man, that's a fact. That's a fact. I want to I want to take it back. I want to turn back the clock though. Like what at what point did you realize basketball was going to be that thing for you, right? Like we all had that at that moment or that certain age frame where we was like, yo, I really love this game. Like, so what was it about the game that got you into it? About how old were you when you started getting into it? Like, tell me about your basketball journey. I mean, I come from a, you know, basketball family mom. My mom is uh, 5'11", closer to six feet. Obviously, she has shrunk a little bit over time. But um, she's also, you know, she's been a big basketball uh, woman uh, in her, her, her heyday. I uh, even got called Big Bird a lot when she was growing up. So hearing those stories and uh, seeing her and my dad, like when I was growing up playing, and then obviously my brother, who is Ty Mosley as well, or Terrell Mosley, uh, watching his path as I was younger, because we're about nine years apart. Um, I was able to see like what basketball was, what it really meant to me. And um mm. You know, being around the game with, you know, my brother, my cousins, uh, all his best friends as they played, that really helped me see the game. And I feel like, I really feel like that made me who I am today. Mm. Yeah. So it's almost like, like watching others helped you gain the respect for the game, like, like how they had to grind, you know, like you were able to watch them grind and actually see what hard work looked like. Correct. Yeah. I mean, uh, I always tell the story because it was a good experience. I got, I was able to get out of middle school to go watch my brother and his Mass Bay Community College team go to Delhi, New York, um, and watch them play in the JUCO uh, tournament. I mean, and they mm -hmm. played some high-level competition. I remember this team from Texas. They had six, eight, six, nine, uh, seven feet. Like, my brother and them competed. Obviously, they lost, but they competed and only lost by 15 points against a mm. really good team. Mm. So that was another paver for me. Like I was, I woke up like, damn, I can see what this is about. Like, this is really one of the, what I want to do for my life. Play basketball. Mm. If, even if I can't, I want to impact my youth, the youth in the future with basketball. So when you make that decision, basketball is going to be that thing. Talk to me about that journey from middle school, you know, at the middle school level, pretty much, well, at least, and I, I'm a I'm dating myself. I was born in the '90s, but I feel like at middle school, if you could dribble with both hands and make a little jump shot, you're elite. Back then, but once you get to <laughs> high school, once you get to high school, it changes quite a bit. Uh, 
So talk to me about like that transition going from middle school to high school um, and then beyond. Oh, yeah. I mean, for me, definitely. Uh, middle school was fun. I mean, I'm a 90s baby as well. Uh, I was born in 94, but um, middle school was fun. I was pretty good in middle school, like one of the best in Brookline, in my opinion. I mean, some people would say otherwise, but I really thought I had a, you know, big impact um, at my middle school. Um, and then going to high school, I mean, I got cut freshman year. I wasn't in my best shape. I wasn't my oh, height God. that I am now. And I wasn't, you know, really in the mode. Uh, I wasn't consistent with my game as I should be. But, you know, sophomore year, like the summer before sophomore year, I really turned it on. I did, uh, what do you call it? Uh, it was uh, not like CrossFit, but it was something like that. And one of the two of the teachers there had me doing it with them. And that really helped me because I lost like 20 pounds just doing that. Um, that class was so impactful for me. And so that helped me get ready for a sophomore and then ultimately junior year. And then I got cut senior year, but didn't stop me from being around the game. Um, I still played, still had pickup, still helped the guys that made varsity that year. So it was good. And then helped me get into the next year after our graduating high school, get to college at URI. And I came back too expensive, but then I, got right into coaching because I knew I wanted to stay around the game. So what what was that what was that like? Because I'm sure because I know I I was very similar as far as like being a late bloomer. So when I was in high school, I I was thinking the same thing, like what does life look like, you know, while, you know, with me not playing, like how can I still be a part of basketball? So what I guess what was that first coaching opportunity? How did that happen? Like what what sparked that that chain of events? So coming back from URI, um, I decided to come back after second semester. And then, but I was, you know, basically like living at home and driving to school. Mm -hmm. But I talked to my old varsity coach that cut me and I have a conversation with him. And I was like, is there any way I could stay around the game and help these young guys that I've known and went to high school with? you know, impact their game. So he was like, yeah, of course. And so I started uh, going to JV practices and still playing with them and then telling my spiel. And sometimes I'd be at the varsity ones, hopping the games with, I mean, hopping to practice with them and playing against them. And that was good for them. And it was also good for me just to, you know, let them know, like, I know I just graduated, but I still can play, you know, I could still be here to help y'all. So that led to the next year in the fall, I was, had a job at Dunkin' Donuts at the same time. And then the varsity coach at Pep Rally, he came to me. He's like, would you like to be an assistant freshman coach with uh, Darren Martinez, who got the head coach at the job? And I was like, oh, yes. It's a great mm -hmm. opportunity to get my foot in the door to be a coach, which I wanted to do following being at home while doing school and playing pickup with the guys. Yeah, and I, I don't want to overlook that like that whole journey, because obviously that, that kind of like initiated everything else. Right. But right. You, you humbled yourself and was like, yo, I'm going to go volunteer my time and actually like, just give back, like just go back and play and, and whatever. And that led to 
an opportunity. I, I And I wanted to highlight that because oftentimes, like, we're not really, us as individuals aren't really willing to, we want to get something in return initially, right? Like, we want to plant the seed and then and then pluck the pluck the garden at the same time. And it's like, it's not, it, it doesn't work like that. You got to plant the seed, you got to water the seed and hope and pray it was fertile soil and that it can, it can bear fruit. But, right. but I just, I just wanted, I didn't want to, I didn't want to skip over that. Cause I think that that's a very like crucial gem right there. Right. You have the patience to be able to, and the humbleness to be able to like take that step and maybe volunteer some time, like do some stuff for the free and see what, and see where it takes you. Right. See what value. Right. Right. I think that also helped me get into training as well too. Not going to lie. Mm. Mm, explain what do you mean by that so obviously post uh graduating like i was already doing stuff for myself wasn't at high level that kind of like me and you and other trainers out here do now but i was able to just know the game to a certain extent and just implement that for myself but also for some of my former classmates that had already graduated ahead of me one year or two years and then guys that were in high school. So I was just like, let's do a workout. We would do shooting. We would do footwork. We would do stuff to the basket. So uh, that ultimately led like to my now coworker, Lex Mongo, who runs iHoop Academy. He saw me doing that uh, middle of his session in the other gym. And he was like, I like what you're doing here. Like you're giving stuff that's going to help the game for not only you, but also you guys who – you know, you're not even playing anymore, but you're helping them get better. You guys are still staying active, staying in shape. And so that that's how I got connected to Lex. And then that's how I get, became a member of iHoop Academy. And I learned a lot from him. Uh, Darren Martinez, uh, Anthony Gurley, when he was still with us, Deshaun Gibbons, when he was still with us. Like I, So I took pieces from them, and that ultimately helped me to be the trainer that I am today. Hmm. Oh, let's rewind. So we, you know, we're volunteering at the high school, you know, with the JV program. Then the coach offers us the job at the freshman program. What happens after that? What What's the next step in that that coaching journey from what I mean, I guess we can call it a coaching journey at that time. You know, we just kind of thugging it out. Right. Just doing what we love. Right. <laughs> exactly. That's exactly what it was. I mean, I was at Brookline for three and a half years. So I was with Darren for three. And then our last year, the head varsity coach that hired me, he resigned halfway through the year. Dave Ford, who was the JV coach at the time, moved up to varsity. Darren moved up to JV and I took over freshman. And that was our last year at Brookline, you know, because they went through a whole coaching change trying to find the right fit for themselves. And that was okay. We thought we, we're going to get a chance to get a full year with those guys, but it's okay. That last year, Darren and I had a undefeated JV team throughout the whole year. Even when that resignment happened in the middle of the year, we were undefeated. We were like 9-0 and at the time. We find, wound up finishing 19-0. and That was the way we ended our career with the freshman group we had. Mm. JV, Darren took them, and they only lost two games the rest of the season. Varsity, we made it to the playoffs. We just lost in the first round to Quincy, which was a really good team, and we thought we had a shot. But that that was the start of the career. Sorry to cut you off. That was the start of the no. career. And then I I took a year off that next year, and 
I got connected with Kristen uh, Campo, who's the Dexter Southfield head coach, and I got connected through her. And I had already been coaching girls in AAU. So I was like, yeah, I'm ready for that path. I'm ready to join and help the women's game. She had offered me a job and for assistant, and that's where we are now. Amen. So let's talk, let's talk even like, because often, and this is my personal opinion, I think if you're in the basketball world for money, you're like, you're in it for, for a long haul. Not, not to say that you can't make a living from this, right? But again, there's going to be that sacrifices. You got to water the seeds. So what is it for you that gets you up every morning and makes you want to get in the gym and spend hours on your feet, putting people through drills and repetition and the monotony that comes with the skill development process. Like what is it about that process that like, that draws you to it, that makes you want to continue to coach year after year? For me, it's impacting a life every day I can. And another thing is seeing kids live out their dreams but also making sure that they can be successful living out those dreams through the help of my guidance of knowing the game Mm -hmm. and studying the game. Mm -hmm. So those are the two things I would think that stand out for me. I don't care about money. I'm going to make money anytime, but my focus is trying to get these kids better, trying to get them scholarships and trying to help them be better human beings for the future because they're the leaders of the free world not us anymore we're old enough we've we're living our life but they're still understanding how to live life so if we don't help them they can't be successful to lead us in the right way that's very profound so what would you say to the next generation of leaders when it comes to you know we're kind of in an in a interesting spot in in human development right we got AI technology, we have, you know, all, you know, the things that we're doing with food and GMO, that's, that's a whole nother conversation for another day. But like, what advice would you give to a youth who's coming up today where it's like, you know, coach, I'm in school, but like, I could chat GBT anything, like, why do I need school? Like what? So like, you know, put yourself and I guess that 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 young man or woman shoes and, and what is something that you would tell them, you know, to kind of help them guide them in the direction that they should be going the biggest thing i would say is you gotta want to live life to the fullest and you gotta want to be something in this life you don't want to be a nobody or a statistic you gotta want to do something greater and better than somebody prior to you has already done or even something in your own realm so the important thing for me is telling the next generation be yourself do something that will make you smile every day do something that's going to make somebody around you smile do something that's going to make your family be proud of you no matter if it's the biggest thing in the world or the smallest thing in the world at least you get some people that are looking out for you and smiling and happy for you as long as you're happy and living your life to the fullest that's most important Nobody else's criticism, nobody else's ignorance, nobody else's like determination for you is going to affect you. The only thing that matters is your heart, your mind, and your soul, and obviously God. And that's a mic drop right there. Mm. No further questions, Your Honor. No further questions. Nah, man. Um, 
I do have one final question. And, and then if anything else that you'd like to share, we can just, you know, free flow from there. But uh, if you could talk to your younger self, I mean, let's say you stumbled upon, you know, your 12 year old self. Right. And what is one word of wisdom that you would drop on yourself that you could take with you uh, through your life? So for another good one for me would be confidence. Mm. I feel obviously about me, but also the younger generation because I'm around them a lot. We both are. I think a lot of kids nowadays lack confidence. And I feel like that's the biggest thing that separates the people that can make it or get to that next level or kids that are still struggling because they don't have the confidence in themselves. And you got to have that in your heart every single day. You got to check yourself before you wreck yourself. Everybody's heard that saying before, but I really believe it. And if you don't check yourself, night, night. Yeah. Such is your beliefs. Yeah. Powerful. Man, I guess in closing, man, if somebody wanted to connect with you, if they're trying to get in a lab with you, man, where do they find you at? Man? Hey, they can find me on Instagram, Coach Ty Mosley. Um, they can also find me on Twitter, same handle, Coach Ty Mosley. Um, and if anybody needs a card or anything, you could also find me on iHoopAcademy.com page. Um, and also, if you need my number, there's people out there that have it, so you can get in contact <laughs> with me to get in the gym. My God, man. Again, I appreciate you. Uh, we can stay on a little bit after to chop it up. But, man, I appreciate you taking the time out to hop on the pod, man, and drop some gems, man. Much hey, I appreciate I appreciate you allowing me to be a part of this podcast and help impact the next generation, but also impact both of our lives or older guys and women that are impacting the game right now, their lives as well. Big facts, man. All right, man, we out. I think 